0: Greetings and welcome, guys, gals, and non-binary pals, to episode 316 of the Words About Games podcast, the weekly news, culture, <coughs> and gaming discussion podcast for Words About Games. I'm your host, Amy K. Alexander, and dying in the heat alongside me is the returning Daffin Moody.
1: I'm not dying so much because I had a nice cold shower before we did start this, so I was like... Yeah, and the windows open, so there's a nice little breeze coming through. Oh, no, I'm pretty open, chill man. right now. I'm oh. pretty
0: chill. I, I've got a giant bottle of ice water. <laughs> nice. I've got. I've got my juice. The water was was cold, but the bottle of juice wasn't in the fridge, so it warmed the water up. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but it's fine. I've got ice pops uh, and uh, mint chocolate chip ice cream for after the podcast.
1: Yay! that sounds good it does,
0: i had it's... my i had my ice cream oh i'll let you know how it is i'll take pictures
1: no it's all good <laughs> i've had mine it's all good i was like mm, this is good even though it's, it's kind of melting really fast
0: <laughs> <laughs> like get it down me now
1: <laughs> where's I'll my straw the end i was like uh, <laughs>
0: uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. So who's missed me? I missed you. Yeah, at least one of you has
1: missed miss me, that's you. good. I mean, I'm don't get me
0: wrong. Go on. I've had some fucking epic co-hosts on, you know, in these bits the where have The last one been was here. pretty
1: darn good, they won't lie, the last one was pretty darn good. Right? If I, if I remember rightly, Keith just sat there.
0: Keith didn't just and,
1: and Elf is Elf, so... <laughs> she knows she's awesome. It's all good. <laughs> You're just salty because Keith still hasn't invited you to D&D. Yet. That is true, yeah. There's no doubt about that. The <laughs> guy's
0: like, like TikTok, TikTok, Keith, like TikTok. Hashtag ready for D&D. <laughs> I'm, a convert. I'm a convert to the hashtag, only because it will shut you up when it finally happens. <laughs> oh, when your last week's guest retweeted it. Hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that we spent... <laughs> the first part of the, like podcast just talking about D because it's like Fitz Fitz Patel Twitch TV slash Fitz Patel. Patel. He runs a and game every Sunday called Ethnic Skies. It's awesome. <laughs> um, he's awesome. Like we we've we've been Twitter meteos for a bit. I think we connected via Joe, um, Joe Medford, and like we just like we'll just like constantly like like each other's tweets, and like occasionally like reply to stuff. Like when he was playing the Elden Ring, I was talking to him about Elden Ring. And then, like, I was like, oh, man, I need a podcast co-host. I need podcast co-hosts for the next five weeks. (laughs) What I I thought was five weeks. (laughs) That's true. That's true. So I asked Vitt, and then he he could do last week. So then I I was trying to get him for the week before. So then I was like, shit, I need a fucking co-host. My co-host that I was going to get on called COVID. (laughs) So then I was like, shit, I need a co-host really badly. I got Keith. Um, And then you messaged me. 45 minutes after after I'd confirmed that Vitz was coming on. it was like, I could do this. And I was like, why don't you take the week off? But <laughs> I could actually do it. She says take the weekend I off. Like, really. I was like, I've just taken off. I've never met this guy before, like face-to-face or anything. Like It was mm. like f- the first time we'd spoken to each other. Yeah. Um, He was great. Like, I love that shit, huh? man. Yeah. Um, I know... I can't remember if I've, if I've met him
1: through... Fixer, I can't possible. fully remember. He's a kind of he's a kind
0: of funny. What are they called? Best friend. Yes, groupies. I call them groupies. people. People. Fans. <laughs> Fans. Yes.
1: Um, but no, yeah. I think I think I i honestly I'm terrible at remembering things anyway. So it's it. If I have actually met you uh, in EGS and I've forgotten, <laughs> I deeply apologise for that, mate. But, um, <laughs> <off-wards>. <laughs> but I uh, I am terribly... I'm terribly remember things anyway. To be so. fair,
0: <clears throat> to be fair to that statement, in in your defence. I forgot we met at an EGX. <laughs> what you and me? You and me. Because <laughs> yeah, for me, for me, before like we started hanging out because um, you were you were on my stream uh, when I came out, and then we hung out on on your podcast for a bit, and then we hung out on my podcast for a bit. Before all of that, you were the guy who, without fail, emailed the podcast every week with a question, and yeah. I was like, I I I don't know this person, <laughs> but. Like I am thankful for this person because they always give us something to talk about.
1: Because <laughs> yeah, I think they, I was the only person sending emails in for the longest time for that podcast. For my Xbox and me But I'm so happy to see That they are now Don't need me To send emails in And they get emails in Or questions through Discord Or whatever All the time now Which is fantastic I was like I can't carry this forever But I will try well, Lord <laughs> of the Rings style I can't carry
0: the, I can't carry the podcast But I can carry you Carry you da, da, da.
1: <laughs> then I, And then I just Throw you over then yeah, I, just, yeah, yeah. I just throw you Into the lab I'm just like I'm Oh, I'm not taking the risk. Yeah. You're going in with the ring, guys. <laughs> where where, where, where Sam's Like, throw it.
0: And he's like, no. It's like you would have just been like, well fuck you. Then you would just kick me off the the lava, the edge of the thing.
1: I would have took you to the edge and just said, throw it. If you didn't throw it, I would have said, You know what's gonna happen if you don't do you know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, yeah. Um Yeah, ETX. Long, long time ago. It Hopefully may go one one time again in the future but
0: who knows who knows who knows i think um, i think it needs to, i think i need to have a less than what 99% chance that i'm going to catch a dangerous virus <laughs> like before i'll be like consider going back to EGX. that's fair um that's just me though that's just me you know i don't want to, that's true. i don't want to catch a debilitating disease hold nice on I,
1: I might have to go for work
0: so i don't know <laughs> there's a difference though
1: yeah that's true so uh, so yes i am not going to announce where i'm going but i have left sony i've left playstation it was uh, i cried they cried we hooked they gave me nothing (laughs) they kind of pushed me out really you didn't get that vr headset then no i did not did not yes i did not i was going to say something but i thought (laughs) no don't do it always err on the side of caution yeah, no, like when, yeah. when we're um, recording. Um, yeah, but no, yeah, it's um, I, I I'll say this as much as like PlayStation is Sometimes in the bad, sometimes when it comes to the news stories and everything, like one really juicy news dropped during my time there, <laughs> which I will say. I can confirm. Amy knows this. I received that fucking email, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and it was a reason why I couldn't talk about well, because obviously I was working with them and everything like that. But I'll say this: I read it and I went, "This ain't gonna go down well." Finished work. This did not go down well. <laughs> and I was just like, "Wow, shit!" Open square. Oh, Jesus,
0: Amy's losing her mind. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, something like that, but no, yeah, it's, um, the place I was at, uh, PlayStation Liverpool, was absolutely amazing, the team I worked with, I love them, the bits, I learned so much from them, it's because of them, <laughs> it's that I'm gonna, that I've got the new job I'm gonna be mo- going to, and, yeah, this is gonna change, I'll say this, I am moving, this will change, <laughs> I'm
0: not gonna tell you where I'm gonna move, <laughs> at Don't all. do that! <laughs> you'll see but yeah. because i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna sneakily don't tell him don't tell him podcast listeners but i'm, I'm gonna sneakily like just slowly move into his spare room <laughs> every time i come down to visit more stuff we will we'll just <laughs> accidentally stay there <laughs> you can't get away from me that easily <laughs>
1: <laughs> but i am back on the podcast i might miss The week that I'm moving, I'm not really sure missed that
0: chance. Don't get me wrong. Like, I know you're you're back more or less now, Mm -hmm. and that's awesome. Like, eight months later, we could finally start, like, maybe he's doing that plan where we were going to have, like, a rotating third chair. But I'm already in my head being like, he's going to miss one week or two weeks while he's moving. (laughs) Like, and that's fucking fine. Take all the time you need. I know where you're moving to. It's not no. close. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know when you when you tell everyone um, like what job you've got and where you're going to work and stuff, are like you gonna do that thing that everybody in the games industry does where you record yourself like updating your Twitter bio. I don't know how to do that. Neither do I. It fucking infuriates me. Like I don't know how to capture the f- capture my screen like that. I wish I did. <laughs>
1: Joe Moran did it. I saw him do it. Right, I've him, seen right, him do it. Him. I might have to message him saying, yo, Joe, how did you do this? Show <laughs> us your ways, sir. Show us your ways. Yeah, Joe did do Show that. us the force. Yes. <laughs> but not yet. <laughs> but not yet. It's, um yeah i'm very excited to where i'm going there's no doubt about that it's
0: very i'm very excited i'm very excited i'm very excited mm-hmm. for you to continue mm-hmm. to I mean, as much as i take the piss when you're not here uh, and i do take the piss when you're not here like i'm very excited apart from episode 300 when you expected me to take the piss and me and joe just had a really heartfelt congratulations to you but that was the one that you got and then all like 12 episodes after that
1: it was I'm, the piss. i'm gonna do what yeah, i'm gonna do yeah, right yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like
0: yeah, yeah like, I'm yeah, very yeah. excited for you to be like <laughs> living out a dream, like you doing, doing what you're doing. Like is helping me to like do things that I want to do over things that I was just doing because that's what I was doing and I didn't know any better. So like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. from a completely selfish perspective, on top of being like really happy for you, I'm also really like like you you have affected me in that way. So.
1: I Do that, I affect, I infect people. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's true. We no, ask my former employees literally when I caught COVID, I was off. Two more people, three people caught COVID we? as well. We're we don't revisiting? know if it was from me, but <laughs> the assumption was by the end
0: it was from me. So I'm just like, oh, oh well. Are we revisiting the aim? never caught COVID until Moody went to PlayStation. <laughs> Coincidence. <laughs>
1: It's physically close to you. <laughs> oh, it was interesting. That was interesting. I won't lie. Like, like one of them was my team leader. i did def- I was like, I made sure I was two meters away from the booger when I asked them, "Can I go home? Because I'm dying right now." And he, and he went, "Yeah, no worries." Just me, sure, yeah, everything like that. And I cleaned everything down, touched, wiped everything I could. to What I touched, and I thought, Nah, I found out he was off the same time as. <laughs> It's like off old shit to what people, you know, man. I mean, oh Man, if people no. were off at the
0: same time as you were off, you probably all got it. You probably all got it from the same place. That was saw so, so, so my partner. Um, maybe it I caught take, it from
1: her. I it, caught it from her. It so. can
0: take up to like two weeks to get you. So. I'm just how I'm trying to help you out here. It might not be your yeah. fault. I don't care. Deep down.
1: Deep down. I don't care. But right either way. I'm going to blame myself it was funny. anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. It was, um, yeah. I do love that place and I, I look forward to hearing what they do next and everything like that. But yeah. Cracking team. A
0: cracking awesome. team. Glad to hear But it. I'm back, bitches. Back. He's back. The podcast is whole again. I don't know. I've never been in this situation where someone's gone and come back. <laughs> Everybody just goes <laughs> <laughs> and never comes back, and, and comes back once a year maybe, <laughs> once a year, yeah, <laughs> or never. <laughs> so has Keith done his uh, done his ones this year? Now he's covered for the next Pretty year. Much now. He's been on it. Well, he was on it once last year, and I said, "You welcome back anytime." Never came back, and then. <laughs> And then we've done it once this year, and he said the same thing, like, "Oh, you know, come back anytime. We'll see what happens." That's all I can say. To you, that. Should,
1: you should just stop saying that. <laughs> at
0: least I've got to say it. He's, he was—he he was one of the founding podcast members. I got to say it, when I'm at least out of politeness, even if I don't mean it. But I do mean
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> just to be clear,
0: I do mean it. <laughs> yes. Again, you're just sorry because he hasn't messaged you yet. <laughs> it's coming, alright? It's coming. I
1: don't think he's I don't think he wants me on because he just knows I'm gonna throw something at him instantly. On it. <laughs> Well he's so a DM. Really, what so do you do in your first world? Uh, a six. Okay. I pick up my
0: dagger and throw it at Keith. <laughs> Keith is the is the DM, so technically that would be like, I'm gonna try and kill God. Yes! <laughs>
1: I, and I'm really? going to try, try and kill God.
0: Instantly runs off.
1: Well, like. I watched Thor Love and Thunder. There is a God-killer in it. I will get his weapon
0: and use it. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> um, I wouldn't say how's it going, but I know how it's going because you just told mm-hmm. me so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Amy, just think this. We're like two weeks away from Lower Decks Season 3. I know, I can't wait. I've watched it. Clever. I did. Yep. Which I—it's amazing. Had oh. to happen. Had to. <laughs> Had to.
0: No doubt about it. <clears throat> no doubt about it. I'm trying to think of something. Oh, the Lord of the Rings things coming out. I'm not really that bothered about that. Lord of the Rings. The, oh, something else coming out. Yeah, it's Lord God, of the Rings. Game of, Game of Thrones. Yeah. The
1: House of the House of the Dragon. So I'm yeah, Matt, Matt Smith really in it, I have to watch it. That's, that's Matt Smith
0: fair. It. That's fair. <laughs> for you, I get
1: that. That's totally fair. <laughs> like, Matt Smith's my doctor, man. I have to watch my doctor. <laughs> I watched the queen or crown because Probably. of him, and he was playing a deplorable character, but I don't care. He is great. He
0: was he in a Terminator film as well?
1: Yeah, he was in it for like five minutes. Oh, wow, really? We don't, we do not talk. Yeah, it was, okay. it was Genesis, I think. Genesis? Oh, it Genesis? was
0: spelled with a Y, though. Yeah, I remember.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah uh yeah it's uh what terrible
0: even though Ar- Ar- <laughs> I it's that. terrible I that. Yeah,
1: yeah even though arnold's amazing in it i love arnold because i'm just an arnold guy in general but uh yeah uh it, 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 yeah he's in it for like lit- he's literally in it as himself in body for one one scene and then he's a voice at the end a computer voice I've at the kept, end. I've just I spoiled a little bit of the movie there, one. but I don't really care. <laughs> it's that bad of a movie. <laughs> oh, I'll tell a movie door that everybody should see. Prayer.
0: Check out prayer. The brand new predator. Amy, <sighs> I'm gonna. I think you will love it. I'm gonna. It's already on my list.
1: Yeah, that's a long ass list. Go. So, I will speak yes.
0: about it in, in two years' time with you then. Exactly. <laughs> I don't mean that in a nasty way. Well, but yeah. if somebody hadn't cancelled their movie podcast, <laughs> it might force me to watch some more movies as well. But no. Don't
1: use me an excuse. I
0: used you use an excuse. The only reason I watched Avengers. Like The only reason I kept up with the MCU for as long as I did was because I always kept coming on your podcast to review Marvel movies.
1: You (laughs) reviewed Infinity War and Endgame. You didn't have to... Exactly! (laughs) (laughs) But no, Uh, pray, check that out. It is fucking awesome. I'm just going to say, I watched it and I was just like, this this, this is amazing.
0: It's on my list. I went to to pre-order a new book from Waterstones on... Friday, sequel nice. to the book I just finished reading, which is nice. called the, ja- the, the, the Jasmine Throne. Um, and it's very, no, it's not fam- it's famous. It's famous in certain book circles because it's, um. how did I, I wrote it on Instagram, how I had that book described to me, which sold, sold me on it, which is um, morally gray lesbians burn down the patriarchy in fantasy India. And I was like, well, I have to read this book now. <laughs> <laughs> So I did, and it was awesome. And then I was like, I'm going to go and pre-order the, pre- pre-order the sequels. It comes out on Thursday. <laughs> so I was like, all oh, right, I don't have to wait long then. Um, and I was pre-ordering it from Waterstones, and the and the, and the the woman behind the counter was like, oh, you know, like I said, oh, I want to pre-order this book, and I told her what it was. She went, all right. And then she typed it into her a, into a computer, and then she must have seen the book before it. And then being like, oh, it's a sequel to that book. And she was like, oh my God, I've got this, but I haven't read it yet. And I so we're talking about it. And she just goes, how's the, the, how's like the sapphic romance? And I was like, it's real fucking good. And then I just got to talk about lesbians for like 10 minutes.
1: I am not when you were about to explain the book I was just she was going to say to myself she's going to say lesbians and we know she's going to bring in lesbians and I love it even more because he was <laughs> just like he was just like okay sell me on this book it's, called lesbians it. it's got lesbians so- in it.
0: <laughs> it takes a little bit a little not much not much more than that but a little bit more than that and sell me and
1: it and they also take down the a, a, a capitalism basically it's, yeah, it's, it's like <laughs> also, it's set
0: in fantasy India <laughs> love it! You love to see it. It's a great book. It know, a, to be fair, it is a really good book. Very good, very good. And hopefully, I get the. I'll, I'll be picking up the sequel on Thursday, and then I'll awesome. have read that. And it's a trilogy, so I have to wait probably like a year oh, <laughs> for the third oh, one. Oh no. It's just how it be sometimes. <laughs> 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 Everything in, I've noticed that like like. Eighty percent of all books are like part of a series.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah.
0: yeah. So what, what only I, happens before mm-hmm. we jump into the podcast? I tell you what, I am gonna gonna watch soon. Once I finish Paper Girls, I'm gonna finally watch the final season of The Expanse. Oh, shit. Because I have to, <laughs> because I bought the first book. It's behind me. <laughs> right oh, now. <laughs> yeah. I've
1: been tempted to get the audibles for it, because I prefer the audible than read sure. and everything. So... Yeah, yeah,
0: that's fair. Like... <clears throat> oh, it's not behind. Wait, what the fuck is it?
1: Don't worry about <laughs> it. No.
0: There it is.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, crap.
0: So I'm going to have to watch. I can't. It's like It was like Game of Thrones. I started watching Game of Thrones. Like I can't read the book while I'm currently watching the series. because yeah, The two yeah, things yeah. will just get confused in my head. So it's like I have to yeah, finish the yeah, series yeah. before I can read that. And I've heard it's some stuff. Let's just say that. <laughs> Come on back, I'll say mind. this on my behalf.
1: I personally really, really enjoyed the season. <clears throat> that being said, it's... It's it's a travesty that they lowered it to six episodes. They should have kept it at ten. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The first seasons are all with ten episodes. Yes. From memory, right, yeah. It needed. It was like it, it. needed an extra four episodes. I won't deny
0: that. For what is me. it with things doing that? Like so many like. Huge it's the money that they're given that. at
1: the end of the day. It's just the. It's just the. It's the the companies at the end of the day just saying we can only give you this amount of money. What can you do with that? And they did, then the data they just said, well, we can do probably six episodes with it. And that's what they decided to
0: do. Oh, you strange so things! And you go, well, we're going to do nine episodes instead of eight. And you go, all right, cool. And every episode <laughs> is going to be the length of a film. <laughs> What? That was so good. <laughs> I loved it. I enjoyed I it, but it, Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Watching I those last I, yeah. two episodes was a commitment.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was literally like watching the Lord of the Rings trilogy, extended
0: edition. Fuck. <laughs> oh, it's still good. How, it's like, oh man, like we've hit like this massive like climax of like a storyline and then and then you look at yeah. it and you think, How long's left? Two hours. Did you just say two hours? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, the thing is for me though, because I had no
1: effing idea whatsoever. And I don't know how I missed it whatsoever. I, I literally thought this season was the final season of it. No. So Phil, like I'm going Phil, in
0: like... <laughs> it must have been a marketing thing because Phil said the same thing. He thought this was the final season and it was like, yeah, no, yeah, this yeah. Is another season. Like there will be another season.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I must have missed it. But either way, I am. Um,
0: I'm going to be fascinated to see what you think of The Expanse. Cool. Uh maybe like here in a couple of weeks. Um I'm on holiday, like not this week but next, so I'm planning on sorry. catching up on my binge in a bit. Sorry, a few sorry, things sorry, I sorry. need to check out. But uh let's get the show. Let's start the show. <laughs> yes, this
1: is not the movie podcast thing that you want me to restart just so you can bring watch movies back, again. <laughs> <a> back, <bring>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is the words about games podcast. Every Monday you can get a video version of the show on youtube.com slash words about games UK Or an audio version on a variety of platforms, including Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. There's timestamps in the description, wherever you choose to get your podcasts, so you can watch what we've been chatting about. You can skip around, or you can watch the entire podcast backwards, if you like. We don't mind. We're just happy that you're here. If you'd like to support the show or our content directly, you can buy us a coffee over at coffee.com slash wordsaboutgames. I don't care how many people can pronounce it coffee. I am not going to do that. Lastly... When the heat dies down, if you want to hang out with us while we play some games, head over to twitch.tv slash words about games. <laughs> I, I, I have not been in a <laughs> fit. I can't do it. If we've been recording for 20, 20, just just over 20 minutes. Really. Look at my head. Look at yeah, my head. Yeah, yeah. Now imagine. I'm, f- I'm dry. <laughs> now imagine like four hours of this. <laughs> I can't do it. Fuck this fucking weather it's supposed to be like a thunder and lightning storm like sometime i i'm gonna stand outside if so i'm gonna recreate <laughs> the shawshank redemption
1: <laughs> me and sophia we watched no way home last night um and there's like there was a scene obviously after, uh, after a certain thing happens uh, and spider-man uh, to, uh, peter parker is on a on a wall on a building and the rain's coming down and everything you hear joe, joe JJ, John in the background and everything like that, and we're just like me and Sophia. we just like, when it rains, we're doing that. <laughs> we're just gonna stand there, ominously, emotionally broken, yeah. while and <laughs> like, it's like cool down too, by right?
0: And while I'm on the subject of heat wave and and heat related um, phenomena, fuck you, Keith, for making the final boss of our D and D campaign a fucking fire breathing, fire exploding phoenix in the middle of a fucking heat wave. <laughs> Sitting there, like, imagining, like, oh, yeah, it's really hot. It's really hot. It's like, it, it is, no, it is really hot. Like, stop making me imagine that it's even hotter than it actually is. Keith, please. Fuck. Anyway. <laughs> you listen
1: Keith to is clearly p- a masochist. He is a <laughs> man. No, no, he's, he,
0: he, like, he's, he inflicts pain on Right, Ask him to show you some of his DM t-shirts, because he's got, like, t- DM t-shirts, like Dungeons Dragons t-shirts. Some yeah. of them are pretty sadistic. Um, You listened last week. You must have done you've referenced yeah. it already, so you know we had a mm-hmm. chat at the beginning of the, that podcast about like me being like, "I don't know what I'm doing, <laughs> but I think it's this <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 yes, so we're doing what you've what we've been playing this week and bringing it back we took we t- we talked about it that we used to do it a long time ago, and why we stopped doing it, <clears throat> and then I think time to bring it back and we're gonna do that sometimes it'll be <clears throat> short sometimes it might be long sometimes it might be like the entire first part of a podcast sometimes it might not even turn up because we haven't played anything this week <laughs> true that's fair but it's just we have a nice casual chat about games because this is the words about games podcast. as people keep pointing out i mean we'd... <laughs> it's a gaming podcast maybe you should that's talk about true. some games <laughs> <laughs> and we don't talk about games for at least 45 minutes no, until we-, <laughs> we, we... We start off, we talk about D&D and books and films and TV shows, and then we talk about capitalism and the patriarchy and NFTs and sexism and, and, and racism les- feminism and feminism lesbians. and lesbians. And then I'm like, yeah. okay, and then I give you a list of the games out, and then everyone's like, wait, <laughs> why is it called the Words About Games podcast? I'm just kidding. But uh, I, 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 we're bringing it up in this episode, because I've actually played game this week. So far. Is it the same game? It's the same game, right? Same game? Two-point campus. Oh, mine was a lesbian game. That was a lesbian game? (laughs) Wait, I was playing a lesbian (laughs) game too. (laughs) I'm making a video about it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so we played (laughs) two-point (laughs) campus.
0: Yes. (laughs) Yeah, we played two-point campus. Like... I'm vexed, really, because it's such a good game. But all I want to do is play the sandbox. And you have to complete, like, four levels before you can unlock it. And I'm like, for fuck's sake.
1: Yeah. I understand, yeah. First, I understand why they've done it, but it also, it's just like come on guys just like if people want to just let people just play how they want to play type of thing you know just like you don't don't lock something behind something just so you can teach them how to play the game because it pretty much i'm just gonna say it plays pretty much like two point hospital (laughs) so
0: um you can just add Uh, those tutorials into the sandbox you can turn them on or off or whatever
1: yeah, yeah, they just yeah, locking something behind something does just yeah, it is irritating, and I completely understand where you're coming from. I do hope you will proceed to get and, try and will, get past I, it
0: so you can get through it. I want to get into the sandbox and just and I'll be when I do, you'll know about it because I'll be sending you non-stop screenshots. Like, look at what I built. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for that. That's gonna be awesome. This is the lesbian I, yeah. wing. <laughs> <laughs> We found our theme for this week's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh,
1: Actually, it um, yeah, should be
0: that.
1: <laughs> it should be, shouldn't it? Yeah. Um, but yes, um, this is a really great game. There's no doubt about it. And so what, what, what do we expect in any game? Even though it is two point possible, just uh, with a canvas skin on it. I don't care. It's charming and it's adorable. It's just really fun, just to chill and build a canvas, which I didn't think, which I thought would be fun, but I didn't think it would be this fun Mm -hmm. for some weird reason. But they just they just do it in such a unique way. They make it charming and fun, and it's yeah. I really have enjoyed what I've played
0: so far, which is great to see. So I'm really happy. Yeah, like for me, like aside from the the issue that I was just talking about and the fact that one of the levels bugged, which is. Which caused me to lose all my stuff. Um, the Two Point Hospital was a great game, but because it was just Theme Hospital remade, I was like, when when they announced Two Point Campus, I was like, I'm excited because the hospital one was a great game, but this one's going to be new. Like, I'm not building a hospital, which you've done in 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 that old game. Like, I'm going to be building like a campus, and I was like, yeah. oh, this could be great. Like thinking about all the different ways, like you could have like a campus. Mm -hmm. and yeah it is it's really great (laughs) like it makes me laugh and i I enjoy it it's aesthetically satisfying (laughs) to like fit everything where where you're gonna put it and then like oh we 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 need to start an entirely new course which is gonna require like five extra buildings like right cool now i'm gonna buy this plot of land and i'm gonna like strategically move everything across and create like you know like yeah i i put way too much thought and planning into sort like of how I. I build this is why i don't like the level thing where i have to keep starting over because it's like i put a lot of thought in, in into what i'm doing and yeah, just let permanent. me do it in the sandbox
1: way and just leave me you know what i have thing. to
0: build a bloody dormitory yeah. four times
1: <laughs> that's fair that is fair.
0: but I like the fact that like there's cool stuff like you can copy rooms because like when you have to like make another um, like lecture theater, you can no. just copy the one you've already got, yeah, <laughs> and then just put it somewhere. And I was like, that's a fucking godsend being able to like copy room- entire rooms and just drop them in.
1: Yeah, a you could, well you could do it with t- uh, hospitals, so
0: Yeah, you could. I didn't. I play. I didn't really like engage with hospital a lot. Like I played yeah, a, a bit. I played it a bit, and then I was like, this is a really good game.
1: But. Mm-hmm. I only ever touched Hospital when it came to Game Pass on console, which is crazy to think. <laughs> yeah, I know. And when it came to Game Pass, and um, yeah, uh, and then I did play it on PC, and I was just like, and oh, it's just it, it. Yes, I'll say this. I know PC players are gonna love it when I say this. Yes, it plays a lot more better on PC. I know, but I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it still played. It's still played PC. really well on console with a with a with a controller. I thought it did a very good
0: job on that. But yeah awesome um i've also been playing unpacking but not playing unpacking i mean that like the really good thing about unpacking is so i played it obviously and then before i wrote an entire script about it and i played it once before um and now like it's so good to be able to like because i'm making this video right Mm. and if i say something in the video like that's like oh like you can do this in the game or well, this happens in the game it's like and i don't have any footage of it because i've got like six hours of fucking footage of it already and sometimes going through it can be difficult like um i can just load the game up and because of the type of game it is i could just go in and just catch the footage you need like i made a i made i made a joke i talked about it all. i tweeted about it where i was like i made a joke about a toaster and i was like i can just go into one pack and i spent, like two minutes recording the thing i need <laughs> it's such a nice way to make a video because like every other video like this I've made in the past, like Bloodborne and Dark Souls and control and stuff, the footage I've got is the footage I've got. Like if I need something specific, like or like it would be nice to have something specific for like Bloodborne, yeah. I'd have to play like all the way through Bloodborne to get to that one bit to get that one specific bit of footage, and so it like never happened. <laughs> Whereas in unpacking, I think about a dozen times this week I've gone, Oh it'd be really good if I had this. And <laughs> i just done it. Yeah. But uh yeah, it's it's a great game. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> like I say, I like I say
1: I've really enjoyed the game and everything like that, but to hear what you've gone through with it is incredible. <clears throat> uh the only other game I've played is a uh, Yu-Gi-Oh Master Duel. Uh, shock.
0: I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs>
1: The game will not let go of me, me? Fair. <laughs> it really hasn't it's disgusting i'm actually i'm going to throw up my steam bridge i want to have a look how many, hours, how many hours i've got on this that's thing fair. it is probably disgusting
0: that's fair I, that uh, while you're looking at that i, w- I was going to play this the cat game stray this week yeah but, uh, it will it will be next week when it's cooler and i can because i want to stream <clears throat> seems mm-hmm. like a good streaming game yeah,
1: I'm going to wait until that comes to disc. and
0: That's Because
1: Boomerang bro- have it on, soon so they're going to get it out on disc, so I'm going to get it for disc.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I just bought uh, PS Plus Extra for a month to, to just to get it. Oh, fuck yeah, I forgot about that. So I don't actually need to do that because... Peer, like, turns out the ps plus extra library is actually really good um oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, I'm so, like i'm like pl- i'm like i'm planning a lot of retrospectives um and i'm like okay like at least i know like these games currently are uh, yeah. are in this so like i can if i want to play these games i can get them how many hours have you played master jewel for 122
1: hours point that's not point. that bad yeah not as much as i thought it was gonna be which is very surprising
0: that's about. I thought you were going to it's say it's like more than Among out. Us. Yeah. So yeah. I, my, oh shit. <laughs> my fast playtime is 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 finally overtaking my Among Us playtime now.
1: Yeah, because you guys have continued to play. I haven't even touched the new update yet. Re- I was like, oh my god. Shit, uh, we. I we... remember when I left when I was last when we last played together. I know I was buying more levels than Ryan. I know I'm nowhere near that anymore, and I know I am.
0: Nah. Um, like you're probably 100 levels ahead of me now I don't know I'm,
1: I'm over 300 um, that, yeah you're probably over 100 level. fucking hell
0: man but uh, no we found like a new way to play like we play with candles and Ryan played it in VR a couple of weeks ago <laughs> yeah <sort of laughs> he says I heard he he's going to do it again so I'm like yeah cool. Well, I'm, I'm, cool I need to get the big scare on him like he okay. said it was interesting when a little girl ghost ran through his legs and because he was in VR they ra- it ran through his legs and uh, that was that was pretty funny. <laughs> I can believe that. Uh, but uh, we never got the big fright where he like fell over or <laughs> threw up or something. You know, it's like, that's what I'm going for. <laughs> and to be fair, it was like, I would uh, say, he knows this. Because in the stream, I was telling him, like, we have to go for the big one, Ryan. I need you to, like, fall over or some shit. Because we had his camera up on the stream. <laughs> I was like, you have to fucking, I want you to pass out. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus.
1: <laughs> The good thing about me moving everything like that, I'm going to have space where I'll be able to use my VR headset, so I'm good about yes, that. That does not mean I'm going to play Faz in it. No, but I um, have a better
0: idea. I, once I get a VR headset again, I've got a better idea. It's we'll a shame, for, it.
1: shame, shame Facebook just put the price up on them.
0: Yeah, well, I've been waiting for PlayStation to see what they do um, for their headset, cause I might get that one instead. We'll see what it is. Um... Oh, there's pictures out there. <laughs> you know what I mean. We know what it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> I know what it yeah, looks yeah, yeah. like. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's probably going to be the $300 mark. I mean, yeah,
0: it's so. the controllers. That's all I need to know, like, how the controllers work, because the Move controllers were awful. But, again, there'll be a reveal. We'll have a whole thing. We'll probably end up talking about it on the podcast. Yeah, probably. Um, speaking of podcast, shall we continue? Get to the news at long last? Yeah. I like talking about games. So do I. So do I. (laughs) We are the words about games podcast, after all. (laughs) Talk about games we've played? No, (laughs) not on this podcast. (laughs) Let's get political and talk about companies and capitalism. (laughs) Oh wait, (laughs) this isn't political. Wait, is everything? Yeah, okay. This bit isn't political. Uh, Microsoft claims Sony pays for blocking rights to keep games off Xbox Game Pass this is from Tom Warren over at The Verge he writes Microsoft has claimed Sony pays for blocking rights to stop developers from adding their content to Xbox Game Pass the explosive claims are part of documents filed with Brazil's National Competition Regulator and part of a review of Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard Uh, Quote, Microsoft's ability to continue expanding Game Pass has been hampered by Sony's desire to inhibit such growth. End quote. Uh, Claims Microsoft in an August 9th filing to the Administrative Council for Economic Defense. Cade. As translated from Portuguese, quote, Sony pays for a blocking rights to prevent developers from adding content to Game Pass and other competing subscription services, end quote. It's not clear exactly what Microsoft is referring to, but contracts for publishing games can be complex, particularly when rights for streaming and subscription services are involved. Documents filed in the Epic Games via Apple trial last year revealed Microsoft had been considering lowering the revenue split for PC games, quote, in exchange for the grant of streaming rights to Microsoft, End quote. If Microsoft had proceeded with its plans, that could have led to the company securing exclusive streaming rights on some games, preventing them from being available on rival streaming services. It all depends on how publishing contracts are written, and both Microsoft and Sony regularly secure game exclusives that involve timed releases, console exclusivity, and lots of marketing dollars. Uh, Microsoft is attempting to convince Brazil's Cade regulator that it should wave through the company's proposed acquisition of Activision Blizzard for $68.7 billion. While the Federal Trade Commission is analyzing documents from Microsoft on its acquisition in the U.S., that correspondence is private. That's not the case in Brazil, where its competition regulator offers up public documents that provide unique insight into the business competition between Microsoft and Sony.
1: This, um, When I saw this, I was just like... Are we surprised here?
0: Yeah, I, I saw this headline right. Like, not maybe it's not this specific one, but I was like, "This yeah. is the thing. This is the story as it's appearing on Twitter." And I was like, "This is the dumbest thing. So many people are going to get mad about on Twitter this week." Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> In game at the
1: end of the day, yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah, and it is. It's just like, come on, guys, are you really not surprised by this? Like, I'm not whatsoever. Like, what? Mike Sony are literally. F- uh, uh, a billion dollar company fighting against a trillion dollar company here they have to do something to try and stop try and slow it that's how that's just how it is how it is in the business and, everything. and that's what they're going to go for and if they want to play dirty let the buggers play dirty it's i don't really even, care
0: i don't even know if it's like playing dirty all that much it's <laughs> yeah. like oh you're you're paying like developers to stop them putting games on game Pass. all right cool like there's a reason like a bunch of Day 1 game releases in Game Pass only come out on PC, Xbox and Switch or PC yeah. and Xbox It's because they're not they're being paid to not come out on PlayStation like shit other fuck. Ex- exactly, yeah. <laughs> like what, what's like I get this is newsworthy and I get like it's a it's a fun thing to talk about but when I saw people losing their shit <clears throat> about this i was just like what the fuck did you what do you think's going on behind the scenes at microsoft playstation and nintendo like
1: (laughs) yeah but it's only newsworthy because of how it's been written and how it's the title is and everything that's the only thing is like like you literally just said this every each company buys exclusives so they don't go on other consoles or or, or, you know that's what they do (laughs) and everything like you think you think stray isn't is 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 not going to go on xbox eventually it is but it'll probably be a years time or something like that who knows i don't know like yeah. it's like
0: <clears throat> like i'm really looking forward to the big xbox holiday release which is going to be fucking death <laughs> exactly <laughs> because which was an exclusive on playstation <laughs> it's an Exclusive on PlayStation because they're paying money for it <laughs> exactly <laughs> just like how like death's door came out <clears throat> on xbox and not yeah. p- other platforms, and then eventually it came on all the platforms. There, unpacking came out in Xbox Game Pass, and didn't come out on PlayStation until this year. <laughs> this yeah. is how the industry works.
1: Exactly. Epic Games
0: and Steam, like Epic Games bought a bunch of exclusives, so that games wouldn't go on Steam for a year. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm. It's not even a. I'm not. Why are we surprised by this? It's just why are we spending so much time talking about this? <laughs> why is it anybody who goes okay whatever <laughs> is met with no you, you see this is really bad for the industry because of xri and X. it's like this is nothing new <laughs> okay
1: if you want to know what's really bad for the industry and i uh, people may say yeah well you just a sony shield because you used to work for them and everything like that <laughs> fuck you i don't give a fuck <laughs> microsoft buying acquisition acquisition is very bad not just not for the not just for sony or nintendo but for the fucking games because at the end of the day microsoft are very close of taking full control of the industry and that's something what's not allowed to happen they can't have the what's what's the word i'm trying to think of here the monopoly of the industry they're not allowed of this that's why i don't think you're gonna see any more acquisition acquisitions from microsoft anymore nah, after this
0: not at this level like they've, yeah. done, the Bethesda, they've done the they've done the they're doing activision places they're gonna it. Yeah. it's gonna happen but yeah um like th- they might buy like small really small studios um but they'll never they'll never be like there's never gonna wait and hey you know what <coughs> i will replay this this clip on on a future podcast if i am wrong but we're never gonna wake up and see that oh microsoft just bought ubisoft like it's never gonna they're not going to go for. They're not going to be able, I don't think. To don't go right. for Ten
1: Cent are going to do that. <laughs>
0: Ten Cent are going to a great. Yeah, oh, Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia <laughs> is going to buy Square Unix, and yeah. everything is great and fine.
1: <laughs> no, so I still stand by that. Sony are buying Square. I, I still know, stand I by don't that. Know anymore. I But. Yeah, yeah, it's like that's the that's the biggest worry. I know it was like the biggest thing that happened this year, and everything when sure. it came to acquisitions and whatnot. But it is really bad for the industry at the end of the day. and this I can understand why the American government of are looking at this very very hard and everything. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens with the industry and everything. And I can understand where PlayStation are like, we're going to lose one of the biggest IPs here. Not big, the biggest games that people play on our console. and They know that. So. Guys, like, we're remove. I think we like. I started at the beginning of the year of thinking, like, literally, someone said, and I think I quoted them saying, "Begun the acquisition wars have to have." I think that's actually going to end pretty fast been because of this for a
0: while.
1: Yeah, but not anything uh, like that because I think we're going to move into an IP acquisition fight. I think Microsoft is then going to move into buying IPs. Oh. To say, okay, you're not using this. Can we buy it from you? Type of thing. That's what and I've I think been that... wanting. Like, yeah. so,
0: like, I don't like mergers and acquisitions for a lot of reasons that I said last week with VIT. I was yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about it last week. Um, like I've been saying for a long time, though, I would love for like Microsoft to just or Sony or Nintendo, I don't give a fuck who, to just, like, back up a dump truck full of money at Konami's offices and just go, hey, you know that Silent Hill IP you're not using? Like, that's what I just want to happen. (laughs) People using other people's IPs that they're not using? Awesome. Yeah. yeah, Awesome. Like Dino Crisis. Like Dino Crisis.
1: It's right there. Not you, Microsoft. We saw what you did with it last time.
0: Nintendo. Yeah, you're not allowed. Sorry. (laughs) Nintendo... (laughs) like nintendo um there, there was a game that came out a few years ago cadence of hyrule which was like a zelda spinoff um made by the developers who made uh, crypt of the Necro Dancer, and i remember <coughs> at the time i played it it was awesome um that's beside the point like i remember at the time just being like oh man nintendo's gonna like let indie developers like make stuff with their IPs that's gonna be so fucking sick like we're gonna get like a, we could get like potentially like get a Mario game but then we could get a Mario style game like not made by like a cool indie developer and never happened never materialized it was that one game and then that was it <laughs> yeah and I was like fuck man that would be so cool if like you just like gave like cool indie developers the chance to make like takes on Dino Crisis
1: yeah Pretty much, yeah. That's what that's what we're moving into, and everything like that. This the first like the beginning the story. It means nothing, and it's not that important. And anyone who thinks it is is just like, you, I'm sorry, you don't know what this. You do not know the industry whatsoever. Then,
0: <laughs> yeah, he does. He works in it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. No. And and as for like the developers getting like paid to not put their stuff on PlayStation or Xbox or Nintendo and stuff, fucking get paid. Like, do it. I love to see it. It's actually good for
1: the developers. It's like I said, it's like I said with all
0: the <laughs> Xbox exclusivity stuff, uh, the e- Epic exclusivity stuff that we talked about. I was like, fucking get the money. Take that money, guys. Like, yeah. <laughs> You fucking deserve it. <laughs> get exactly. paid for your work. It's great. Love to see it. Oh, no. She's pro. She's pro game developer. How dare she?
1: Wait, <laughs>
0: like what? We're, we're allowed to do that? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've noticed, but this podcast is anti-games industry, but pro-game developer. <laughs> That's true. That's true. It's a nice line to walk. <laughs> uh, speaking of Microsoft, uh, Microsoft is bringing Minecraft Legends, Lies of P, and a bunch more to Gamescom. <clears throat> this is from Andy Chalk over at Eurogamer. No, he's not. This is from Andy Chalk over at PC Gamer. He writes, Microsoft has announced its plans for the upcoming Gamescom 2022 showcase taking place later this month in Cologne, Germany. This year's event will be Microsoft's first in-person showing at Gamescom since 2019. But for the benefit of those who can't attend, which, let's be honest, is most of us, it will also offer a live stream presentation that will include interviews and gameplay from multiple studios and games. The Xbox booth at Gamescom live stream will begin at 5 a.m. PT and 8 a.m. ET on August 25th and run until 11 a.m. PTA slash 2pm E T. So six hours. Along with English language broadcast the event will also be available in German, French, Polish, Italian, Spanish, Latin American, and Castilian, Brazilian, Portuguese, Japanese, Korean, and Chinese simplified, along with ASL, BSL, and DGS interpretation in English audio descriptions. A detailed schedule will be released closer to Gamescom, but this is quote a taste of what to expect, end quote. Um, so it's a, it's a bullet point of the games that they've announced, and there'll be more. Uh, so we've got Microsoft Flight Simulator, Gunfire Reborn, Sea of Thieves, Lives, Lies of P, High on Life, Grounded, Pentiment, A Plague Tale Requiem, Minecraft Legends, Planet of Lana, and Age of Empires 4. How much are you hoping for a
1: Planet of Lana
0: release date? <laughs> I don't think it will get one. Uh, not at this. Maybe at the, at the Jeff Keighley fun time, spectacular or whatever it's called. Um, oh yeah,
1: yeah. Are we reacting to that? Do, do um, you know?
0: Yes, I. So I have been downloading the clips from June and and edit, trying starting to like think about editing them into.
1: Oh, so you saw my alien one again? <laughs> into, no,
0: not the alien one, Moody. When the rock turned up and I went to sleep, <laughs> or when uh, when it was like when the fourth horror shooter action game came on and we started playing with our Star Trek models. <laughs> That's what I'm more thinking. Like, yeah, let's get that.
1: <laughs> I still want my alien all, all thing around. in
0: there. Oh, your alien thing's going in. If if I think your alien thing's probably going to be the first clip. I'm not going to lie. Um, oh, like so you need you need screaming right from the beginning. Like, before, like we'll talk <laughs> about Microsoft in a second. I I think Gamescom opening night live is going to have the same energy <laughs> as some oh, games. Oh hell
1: yeah. Oh, yeah, two hours long. And I just want You said, like, there's 50 games or something else that they're going to show.
0: Yeah, I just want to throw it out there as well. I was like, when we did the pod- pre 3 podcast and I was talking to Tori, I literally said, I don't think Summer Games Fest is going to be that good. <laughs> and it wasn't. I don't think Gamescom opening I live is going to be that good. <laughs> yep. Well, I've got
1: Star Trek ships right in front of me if we need to find i I'm each gonna like again. I'm gonna
0: like set myself up a little bit on my desk with like <laughs> some shit to do but um, no, like this list is pretty cool. Like I like the idea that like then they're treating it like um like like e like E3, but not the not like the press conference part, the part that was missing this year where it's like and now we're gonna like have a six hour live stream where it's like we see all these games and like you can tune in and out and see what games you wanna see and interviews and gameplay and developers talking yeah. about them and stuff. Um, Planet of Lana and Lies of P—they both interest me as being on this list because, like Xbox's stuff, like their E3s and whatever else is like their gameplay showcases and stuff have generally been geared towards Game Pass games. Like I think for at least the last year, like it's like everything you're about to see is in Game Pass. And I don't, think, yeah. I don't know if I don't know if it's been announced that those games are in Game Pass. But now I'm like, are these in Game Pass? <laughs> also yeah i would like planet of lana release it for my fantasy mm-hmm. query team well i'm not that worried about it because i'm like 60 points ahead of elfie um oh i'm catching you don't you worry. i know and um <laughs> it's good you know, my last my next game isn't the last of us or anything um and also uh, because i want to play it because it looks fucking sick <laughs> i think i'm uh, i'm hoping for uh peniment. Penderman, yeah, Pentiment. Yeah. Like, I want to see more of that game because it looks, it looked really interesting. Like, the Xbox E three showcase was good show. Um, yeah, yeah. The, if we're settling into this rhythm where E three is the the show for Xbox, where they go. Here's a here's all like the games that are coming out within the next twelve months, and it's like bam, bam, game, 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 game. With like maybe like one or two like big gameplay reveals like we got with Redfall and Starfield. And yeah. then like it's like, okay, and then in a couple of months we're gonna do Gamescom, and that's where you're gonna see like the big gameplay breakouts for like Penderman Planet of Lana and Hollow Knight. <laughs> That'd be nice.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was pretty crazy that the first time you see it was on Nintendo or the second time you see it. And we wait years.
0: We wait literal years where I'm like, please Nintendo, give it to me. Every time there's a direct, I'm like, I need it. I need it. And then just out fucking nowhere.
1: <laughs> so, you, so you know what that I means? Like the next PlayStation, thing is gonna have hello on it, right? right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just to complete the circle. Just, <laughs> why not? They gave me a taste.
0: That's the problem, Moody. They gave me a taste. Mm, I need yeah. more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't give a shit if it doesn't come out of this year. I just want to see more of it. That's true. But yeah, um, yeah, uh, it's gonna be fun.
1: I think it's gonna <laughs> be just fun, just like the to react, to se- like obviously, similar stuff, but we yeah,
0: well, doing I this think Microsoft six-hour stream. I'm just going to throw that out there right now.
1: Oh, I'm reacting to a no. six-hour stream. I ain't doing it. No, even I wouldn't do that. But no, yeah, I think it's uh It's just good. I think they do the right balance when it comes to how the, they talk about it, but they're also going to show gameplay. Mm-hmm. You no, know, like Jeff Keighley. They show gameplay and then stand there and talk <laughs> and look at each other, trying to look at each other lovingly, but it doesn't work
0: because yeah. it gets creepy. <clears throat> like I like this idea that you can split those two shows in half in into in two different shows because I think you need to keep the energy and the pace up when you're doing a reveals driven showcase, which is what E3 was. Yeah. Um, we, and you can slow it down a couple of times, like they did again with Redfield Redfall and Starfield. Um but for the most part you do need to be like quite snappy and quite quick. And then to say, okay, boom, here's our six hour show, it's gonna be in August and it's going to have like 20 minute slots of like all these different games (laughs) I I don't know if it's 20 minutes I'm just that's just me spitballing and I love that I love that as a concept (laughs) because everybody wins everybody wins a W
1: for you a W for you W for everyone W
0: but Amy it's that halftime show it's that halftime show going to die
1: indie game of the week how are you doing
0: i'm good <laughs> i'm, I'm good. still pretty dry That's i'm not gonna moody. lie oh moody i can have my window <laughs> open a right? window open right um two days ago three days ago whenever i started or anything the unpacking video and i swear to god I'm not even, I usually I'll exaggerate. I exaggerate a lot. I'm not exaggerating when I say there was a dog barking out in someone's garden for an hour. For an hour. Begging for some more. I don't know why. (laughs) There was a dog out there, it was barking for an hour, and it was just like, do I need to call someone? Do, Do I need to call like animal protective services or something? Like, what the fuck is happening? This dog's been going nonstop and nobody's come out. But uh, yeah, that's that's just that's just the what it's like if I open that window. It's like a wall of noise. It's great, really, for doing. I hope
1: mine. I hope it isn't as bit noisy on my end. <laughs> in my new place.
0: Fingers crossed. Um, but yes, it's time indie game of the week. This is the thing that we do in the middle of every podcast every week, where we talk about a cool looking upcoming indie game. This week's indie game of the week is Blink. With two ends, And the vacuum says so blink in the vacuum of space. And the store description says, Welcome to the first day of your new life on the remote space station Norpopolis, where everyone is a happy employee of the intergalactic conglomerate Norp Corp. <laughs> See what I did there. Today the station's beloved mayor and CEO, Mr. Norp, has demanded one thing and one thing only. The greatest sandwich in the galaxy. But after the sandwich-creating experiment goes wrong, mischievous lab creatures called Groobs escape across Norpopolis. Along with your bumbling robot companion Blink, you are tasked with hunting down the pesky Groobs and bringing them back to the lab before Mr. Nob discovers the truth. Venture through the colourful world of Norpopolis on a quest to recapture those pesky groups. After grabbing your trusty Vacuumizer 5000, you'll go undercover in a number of seemingly ordinary situations to find them, including the colourful concert hall, verdant Norpopolis Park, and the bustling spaceport. Encounter vibrant station residents like Nasal, the Stubborn Dentist, and Stike, the hyper-organized park ranger. Made for autistic people with autistic people, blink in the vacuum of space is handmade to support and enhance the experience of neurodiverse users. Reams of accessibility features allow for deep customization of the sound and visuals of your experience. Each level offers exciting and stress-free versions of everyday interactions without any fear of discouragement. This is being developed and published by Changing Day and is coming fall 2022 to SteamVR and MetaQuest. There is a link to the Steam store page in the description. If you want to go and have a look at the game, watch the trailer, read the stuff, wishlist the game. Always wishlist the game. really supports the developers. Uh, cool game. <laughs> that sounds awesome.
1: Like I said, we i Always, always looking out for some cool games to play. So I can't wait.
0: Hell yeah, hell yeah! You, you play it. <laughs> you have a thing. You have a meta quest. I don't. I'm gonna be coming around your house to play it. This is while I'm stealthily moving in to your spare room. But I mean, did you leave your computer here? No. What are you talking about? Oh no! It really—it's not here. I guess I better come and get it. And then that's when I bring the last of my stuff over. And the next thing you know, we're doing a podcast in a mini spare room. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is a mini spare room <laughs>
0: probably hotter than this room uh, it would be for all electronics <laughs> but yeah this looks like a cool game go wishlist it, go follow the devs on social media, go do all those things if you have a VR headset maybe keep an eye out for the game fall 2022 back to the news I'm glad you're here because like you're keeping me on track as I melt body, mind, and soul. Everything <laughs> everything is melting right now. Um, Nintendo has no plans to increase Switch price, quote, at this point, end quote. This is from Justin Reeve over at The Gamer. He writes, President at Nintendo, Shuntara Furukawa, Furuka, Shintaro Furukawa recently described how the company has no plans to increase the price of a Switch at this point in order to, quote, avoid pricing people out, end quote. This comes in the wake of news that the Switch sales have dropped over 20% in recent months on account of the ongoing semiconductor shortage, contributing to a 29% plummet in profits over the course of the past financial year. Furukawa said, During an interview by Nikkei, quote, We're not considering it at this point for two reasons. In order to offer unique entertainment to a wide range of customers, we want to avoid pricing people out. Our competition is the variety of entertainment in the world, and we always think about pricing in terms of the value of the fun we offer. Nintendo will continue to sell three models, the standard model, the Switch Lite with reduced price, size, and features, and the OLED model. We'll work out the best strategy as we go along. We're doing our best to procure high-quality products at an appropriate price with an eye towards the next few years, end quote. The executive added that, quote, For the time being, our OLED model will continue to be less profitable than our other models. Costs have undoubtedly increased for shipping, not only by air, but also by sea. We're thinking about what we can do, end quote. When it comes to sales targets for Ricardo, I remain fairly reserved, noting that, quote, all I can say is that we'll keep we'll try to keep up with sales at the same pace. <laughs> Having hit software also gives a boost to hardware. We have a lineup of new games that will allow us to take a crack at meeting our sales forecast, including Splatoon 3 coming out in September, and Pokemon Scarlet and Violet in November, end quote. Um It would be like so there's been like discourse that I've tried to avoid as much as possible. Um, recently about like oh what would like people like uh, oh man like the console makers like they should be raising their prices or whatever I don't know if that's the easiest cause again been trying to avoid it but uh, like it would be in the, in the midst of a gigantic cost of living crisis for like the entire like world it would be an interesting move to raise the price of the product that you sell <laughs> like and I get it right like you know prices are going up on everything yeah. but like you don't want to be the first one right like switch Hell no. playstation xbox you don't want to be the first one to go we're gonna jack our prices up while you are struggling to pay for your energy bills <laughs>
1: well, like it would massively be stupid and idiotic if i done did it But on top of that, it's just like with everything that's going on in Taiwan right now, it's just like, guys, you're struggling to get your chips anyway so you can get these consoles even built. So raising the prices would just be massively more idiotic because you probably don't even have that many consoles to be able to throw out to even sell them anywhere right now. And with with recessions in America and the UK going to hit one in about October, apparently, it's like well
0: there's no money <laughs> nobody so, has any money like this is the i thing. know this is the thing it's like nobody has any money like we we've been through this with the oh well we have to raise we have to raise the prices of the games from 60 dollars to 70 dollars because the production costs of video making video games has gone up massively but the price hasn't gone up well number one yeah it did in the rest of the world it went up consistently um and and number two like we're not getting paid that much more money Y'all, like, we have to be able to afford to buy these things. I haven't bought, never mind at 70 pounds, because I haven't bought a single game at 70 pounds. I haven't bought a game at 60 pounds since 2020. And that was Final Fantasy Seven Remake. So, like, I made an exception for that, because as you might remember, I couldn't get a hold of it very easily, so I just bought the damn thing. If it had been any other game but Final Fantasy Seven Remake, I wouldn't have spent that money. Like, I don't remember the last time I bought a AAA full-price game at full price and that's because I'm not getting paid that much more money than I was a few years ago <laughs> so like, let's <laughs> not like talk about rising the, the, the cost of like all of the things because at the end of the day I'm just going to be pri- like even for a cow notes in his statement or whatever it was to Nikkei, we're going to price people out of this <laughs> and we don't yeah. want to do that
1: <laughs> yeah there's no doubt about it like <clears throat> thank god that like this, the PlayStation and Microsoft, like they have the, they get the, they get their, their streaming services or their Game Pass services, basically, because like not many people that might not be able to buy their games as much right now because of what's going on and whatnot. So it's like they have to be very careful of what to do here. And if one of them raises the prices, there's no doubt the other one will raise their prices and everything like that. We know that. But it's just like, you're, you're just, you're just not reading the tea leaves whatsoever if you do this.
0: Right. Um, yeah, basically. Like, thank God the Xbox Series S exists. Because <laughs> I don't know when I... Like, if it was just the Series X, like, I don't know when I would have been able to, like, jump on board with Xbox this gen. Yeah. Um, But because there was a Series S, I was like, cool, I can buy that. And I did.
1: You did? Yeah, no doubt.
0: It's a very good console. But, uh, yeah, and... Hopefully, this means also that we can put to bed switch pro rumors for a few months because they're driving me crazy. <laughs> That's never going to stop, and you know that, I, mean. I just I hate seeing a trend every few months where it's just like, for fucking God's sake, guys, we've been down this road so many times. Stop it, Jeff. Shut up, Jeff. <laughs> you know which Jeff I'm talking about. You know, you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> 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 I don't want to hear it. I'm sick of the
1: hearing thing it. About it. It's not his fault that other sights just decide to take what he says as as the Lord coming down given given all the news and everything. Every sites just come out and say it and say, this person said this, so that means it's true. Uh even though he says it, it's probably it may not be true, but it's what I've heard type of thing. This and all is 100 percent true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, I'm really reveling in that Silent Hill reveal. <laughs> and then looking forward to playing on my Switch Pro. <laughs> like, I don't know. Oh, dear. More? More. More. Nintendo of America receives its second Labour Complaint of the Year. This is from Jeffrey Rousseau over at GamesIndustry.biz. who writes... A second labor complaint was filed against Nintendo of America, which is, alleges that a staffer faced retaliation for activity protected by the National Labor Relations Act, which is in the NRLA. As reported by Axios, the case comes months after the platform holder and hiring company Aston Carter received a similar complaint. The NRLA labor law states, quote, "The NRLA protects workplace democracy by providing employees in private sector workplaces the fundamental right to seek better working conditions and designation of representation without fear of retaliation," end quote. In response to April's complaint, the company said, quote, "Nintendo was not aware" of any attempts to unionize or related activity and intends to cooperate with the investigation conducted by the NRLB. Nintendo is fully committed to providing a welcoming and supportive work environment for all our employees and contractors. We take matters of employment very seriously, and quote, excuse me, I think you're like, whatever you've had caught in your throat is is like passed on to me somehow. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, here it comes, <laughs> round two, baby. He's back, baby. He's that back. means that means, that means that's back <laughs> <laughs> Dur- during the month. The month of April, an expose from Kotaku alleged that the Mario Maker maintained cyclical contract work for low wages, expected overtime, and lack of benefits. In May, IGN released a report in which Nintendo contractors criticized the company's culture and their treatment. Among the allegations, the contract staffers said they were doing the work of full-timers but got paid and treated worse. Damn. Smoke, fire, you yeah. <laughs> know... It's like, that's oh, we what had that one... happens
1: at the end of the day yeah, yeah it's like
0: we had one complaint so but that's it right we're done it's never we're never done like we're not done with that like
1: i we'll also this you may not be aware of any attempts for unionization they're coming
0: <sighs> let's do it the unions Unionize. are coming nice union nice
1: yeah like nintendo like seriously shot your shit out like we've heard this before from nintendo type of thing i think we've like i know this is the marked. second one this year but i'm pretty sure we've heard it um over times throughout the years and everything like is that is it and really it's bad like,
0: to say that i don't remember specifically because everything leads together it's that that's much true. of it
1: that's, yeah, yeah yeah there was that much of it no doubt about it like but uh, Nintendo were like, come on, man, just sort your shit out, man. These are the people who create some of your best games out there and, like, and you're treating them like shit. I'm like, no, come on. Like, yeah, pay them right. Work them well. Uh, work them well, that sounded wrong. Uh, give them a right, give them good shifts to work, uh, like 9 till 5, which I'll be doing.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, no. Yeah, it's just like, come on, man. Come on, it's just like those things because they're good Mm -hmm. things like we've you can make like the people who are working for you will work better if you treat them fairly and pay them a good wage and don't overwork them it's it's wild. i know that's a wild concept like if somebody who who went from working five days a week to working four days a week like i'm more i like get more done In four days a week than I do in five days a week because I just feel better. For starters, like there's a point, a certain point where it's like people when they're being overworked will, um, will like stop being productive. Like once they hit a certain point. And 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 if don't start union busting, don't none of that shit, Nintendo. (laughs) Don't don't be Starbucks. Don't be Activision. Just don't do it.
1: It worked so well for Activision, though. <laughs> 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 but Fun yeah. times. No, yeah, Nintendo sorted of shit out. Yeah. Sorted of shit out. I wonder if it's a culture issue, though. Like, not what I mean by Does that is sh- that from just because of like we going off like what the Asian culture is and everything like that. They are like to oh. work, always to be busy, always doing something and everything like that. Um and I wonder if it's that type of thing. I'm not i I'm not Trying to defend it, that doesn't, and it no, sounds like I'm doing that, it's not what I mean. But I do wonder if maybe it's just like, this is, it's, we are a Japanese company, we work this type of way, you're gonna work this type of way. And it's a wrong thing to obviously try to enforce and imply on other mm. companies and everything that you own if they're in, it, especially in like different countries, but it's just like, like, the
0: rest of the world don't do it's, this, Japan. Yeah, it's. It, I mean, it's not acceptable in any part of the world. But yeah, like I don't know if it's a cultural issue, but it, it's a systemic issue. Like when the first one of this type of story broke many years ago, um like it was always going to be followed by like, stories at every, like, major company and probably even some smaller ones. In fact, definitely, we've seen some smaller ones as well Um, because it's a systemic issue. Like, the thing is, right, the the video game, by and large, the video game industry, like, developers and and big publishers and small publishers are um, are run by a certain type of person or at least, like, for the most part, right? Especially historically, right? Um, And... So the, like the the way that they run things, right, is going to be like the same at a lot of different companies, right? Like, you think about how many, like, Bio, think about BioWare Magic as an example, right? Because we we did that with Anthem and and Mass Effect when we talked about those two games. Like, think about all of the the people who thought that was a good great idea, um, or even the people who didn't think it was a great idea but worked through it. How many of those people then split off from Bioware to go and start their own companies, and how many of those people took that work that 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 approach like a workplace or that workflow or whatever with them to their new company when they started that, and then it perpetuates itself. We've seen so many. We've seen so many developers pop up out of like people who used to be like executives at Blizzard. And I'm not saying that those people specifically did anything wrong or were involved in any of the allegations that came out about Blizzard, but I'm going to stop there because I'm going to start insinuating things that I don't want to insinuate. (laughs) 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 Like, that's not fair. That's not
1: fair. Yeah, Yeah, no, I completely understand where you're coming from. I really do. So, yeah, it's gonna be interesting just the nintendo just sort your shit out let's right just, like let's get to the cusp of it this is nintendo sort your shit
0: out <laughs> we're kind of in this sort of weird space as far as like the 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 issues that we're currently facing up to in, in the games industry um where we're trying to tackle them as they come up like the fucking avengers you know what i mean like we don't we're not we're not the, pre, we're the, we're the pre-vengers we're the avengers as tony stark said in one of the avengers films it's like the we're trying to tackle problems as they come up like Ubisoft and or at least the people who are actually still bothered about stuff like that like Ubisoft Rockstar Activision like whack a mole whereas we need to like stop like go put, trying to put out fires and start like tackling the systemic issues of why is this happening in the first place like what is causing yeah. this to happen at all of these companies okay cool we figured out we figured that out now how do we fix this like forget and 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 like I don't mean like forget about the people who are suffering currently at these companies. Or I just like forget about trying to like fix just Blizzard. How do we fix everything? <laughs> and Blizzard, oh, including Blizzard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or oh, Activision
1: Blizzard. Activision Blizzard.
0: The whole damn Activision company. Blizzard, Ubisoft, Quantic Extreme, Rockstar, NetherRealm, Naughty Dog. <sighs> It's depressing how many of how many of those I can say without thinking or looking it up and how many I know I've missed. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. No doubt. I was gonna say state of the and I was like, that's not that's not the developer, that's the game. <laughs> I can't remember the developer name off the top of my head. But uh yeah, it's it we need to tackle it on a systemic level as opposed to just on an individual level. We need to both, ideally, but yeah, completely agree. Anyway, speaking of fire,
1: it's oh, this did. was fire. I so won't lie, so mm-hmm.
0: because the planet's burning. GameStop NFT creator is suspe- creator, is in air quotes, is suspended for selling NFTs of indie games that they didn't own. <laughs> this is from Vicky Blake over at Eurogamer. He writes, an NFT minter on GameStop's newly launched NFT marketplace has been caught selling games they didn't make and had no authority to sell. As first reported by Ars Technica, the, quote, interactive NFTs, end quote, of the Nifty Arcade collection were being minted and sold without the creator's permission, quote, much less any arrangements for the creators to share in any crypto profits, end quote. GameStop has since confirmed that the person behind Nifty Arcade has been suspended, but Ars reports that he is still, quote, holding on to the tens of thousands of dollars in cryptocurrency he made by selling those NFTs before the suspension, end quote furthermore the unlicensed games are still also fully accessible from GameStop's servers uh, nifty arcade creator Nathan Eller reportedly told Oz quote if people find value in these NFTs that's a bonus but my intent is to create and showcase games that are playable within NFT markets and within NFT wallets should someone want the convenience of playing the game directly from their wallet or their own profile page on the marketplace without having to navigate to mine then they're welcome to buy a copy end quote it's not Elo Elo insists the games were taken from, quote, open-source game repositories approved for commercial use, end quote, and that one of the games, Galactic Wars, had an unlicensed tag. But Oz was able to discover that Warm Nom Nom's license, for example, clearly prohibited commercial use. Elo has since confirmed that they, quote, never sought the necessary permission from the original creators before selling them, end quote. Galactic Wars creator, Borgia Detainer, told Oz, quote, this person didn't contact me to ask me anything. He just took my game and sold it. If you want to profit from my work, I think you should at least ask. I've been working on video games for years, but Volcano Bites is not something I do for money. It's my personal project, something I do mainly for love. My income is not that of a real business, but that's my work, and it should be, shouldn't be should be exploited by anyone without my permission, end quote. Elo says his account on the GameStop, GameStop NFT storefront has been suspended, quote, until they have the IP issue... <laughs> Issues related to my initial collection and quote. GameStop has yet to respond to requests for comment. I uh, ain't and... gonna comment either. <laughs> ah yes, an IP issue. hmm <laughs> Something yep, like that, IP yeah. Issue.
1: Not <laughs> oh GameSpot. Remember when they became incredibly rich
0: again like, early at the oh, beginning of this the, year, wasn't it? Stock. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Man, how funny is that? I remember listening <laughs> to, to James Sterling's podcast, uh, Steph, James, James Stephanie Sterling's podcast, at the time where they were trying to like understand what was happening, even though it's like stupid. But like, it, it was a very entertaining podcast <laughs> to listen to. Um, yes, I do remember that.
1: Yeah, and now they just like yo. Let's get into NFT, guys. It's like, yeah, it's what the can new we do hit thing. What with all this money? <laughs> oh, let's oh, oh. pull a <laughs> Let's pick an. I found an NFT. What is that? Oh, um, it's a man jumping off a building. Oh wait, what? Oh, oh yeah.
0: Cool. Let's
1: sell that. Let's sell that I one. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, is it off of anything that we know of that's happened in the last twenty years? No, not at all. Can't remember when this happened. Nope. Really.
0: This doesn't. Really? Look, this doesn't look like an iconic image of
1: a tragedy, a oh, past tragedy in any way. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yes. Yep. I saw but, that. oh, yeah. That's um, that was just the but when I saw that, but yeah. And then you just saw this little shit around the oh, just like I want to say, I want to take what well, I'm just going to say the words from Skill up, What he says about NFTs, like, give it. He's brilliant. Go and check his out nfts no fucking thanks no okay fucking just thanks. fuck off nfts These, fuck the only <laughs> the only
0: nfts i'm interested in are nice fucking titties damn that's it. I don't know what more we're to say. From, we're done for the night,
1: guys. Bye. Let's go. January hey. fir-
0: January first, twenty twenty two. When we all thought maybe this year was going to be a better year for the industry, the president of Square Enix declared <laughs> the end of fun and. And ever since then, <laughs> we bring up NFTs, and I'm like, well, this seems important to talk about because there's literally some fucking dude stealing games and selling them as NFTs on GameStop's marketplace. That seems important, and maybe we should talk about it. And also, the, the planet's dying cloud. But like at the same time, it's like, well, what can I say about NFTs? If you don't know they're a scam at this point, I don't know how to help you. Like... <laughs>
1: the only good thing is, is that... <clears throat> NFTs are dying. Thanks they are losing Christ. right now. Thank fucking god they are dying. If anyone's thought they got into it or something like that just to try and create a quick book you lost. It's a you drift. Massively you've massively. You're already
0: fucking lost.
1: <laughs> yeah. So at the end of the day, you've lost. <laughs> bye bye. Oh, don't come back.
0: Don't let the door hit you in the air on the way out. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. But Game Scott at the same time, how are you still going? Like, that money you guys got must have been enough to keep on going for a couple of been. years, of <laughs> The thing
0: is, like, Game, GameStop is so, like, perplexing as a company because, like, high street stores are obviously, like, or, like, just stores in general, like, you know, physical buildings that sell things, like, that aren't, like, supermarkets and stuff. Are Like, in they're, t- dying. they're in a tough spot. They're dying. Yeah. And there is a way to do to, like, have a physical store and an online presence and, like, combine the two, and, like, you know, it still exists as an online store because there are many people who who still want to shop in physical locations. But GameStop seem to go out of their way as a company to do the worst possible thing they can think of every time I read about them, (laughs) which is quite frequently. I'm not going to lie. For a company that exists in the United States, and, and I don't, I still learn a lot about GameStop over the course of the year.
1: All we hear is game shop shit, shit, shit. Don't go there. Don't do this. <laughs>
0: could we had this. Could the the GameStop that out. Was it you who was with me on the podcast where we had to talk where we talked about that game stuff that like all the staff walked out on, <laughs> because mm, like can't remember someone someone got fired, so everybody else just quit on the spot. Um, Respect. And that was just one of the many. Try selling stories. games now, motherfuckers! <laughs> right. It's like you can do you can you can have a, a business model that is good. Um, even in 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 the 2020s like I genuinely believe that like for, for like a physical like stores or you can be game stop and somehow still exist like when most people talk about your company and and the majority of like what they're thinking and saying is how is this company wait is this company still going like surprise yeah. or b- 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 amusement yeah. like maybe 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 like i don't know like to pick a different lane <laughs> like take a different direction
1: it's like it's like you're finding out someone like a really a really old like celebrity and then you realize oh wait oh they're still alive Damn, we haven't heard from them in a long time. I thought they were dead, and I don't wow. mean it in a bad way. It's just is like, but that's, but that's what GameSpot is—they just come out of nowhere. You forget about them, and then they come back and say, "Wait, are you guys still alive? You're
0: still breathing? Wait, what the hell? They're still making Fast and Furious movies? <laughs> you know, like something like that, right? No, what they're making two more of those. I bad know, ones. right? I watched the first one of those in a cinema, and they were stealing VHS's and i was in high school (laughs) and it's still happening
1: (laughs) and now they went to space
0: how is this franchise still happening i don't understand i mean fair play to everybody involved but yeah they're
1: making money that's they're making money
0: they're making that money speaking of no that money yeah it doesn't really work Deck Nine confirms Life is Strange won't return to an episodic model. This is from Justin Carr over at GameDeveloper.com. He writes, whatever future awaits the Life is Strange franchise from developer Deck Nine, episodic releases won't be part of it. Speaking to Rock Paper Shocker and senior narrative designer Philip Lawrence admitted that he couldn't imagine the team going back to the format after releasing its 2021's Life is Strange True Colors. The original Life is Strange, created by Don't Nod, is a prequ- uh, uh sorry, its prequel, Before the Storm, Deck Nine's first dance with the series, and sequel, Life is Strange 2, were released episodically, often with a month or more in between releases. For games of its type, which include several series from Telltale games, the fractured release schedule can be a hurdle. On the production side, Lawrence found making True Colors as a single game was easier on the writing team and allowed for them to hone in on making the story as best as it could be. Quote, We didn't have that awkwardness of the episodic model where you're rushing to production on scripted content for the first episode and then moving on to the next one. This way is a lot more coherent and organic, end quote. The story of True Colors about Alex Chen, who discovers she has empathetic powers... <laughs> still can't get over the fact that, like, the world is in such a state that empathy can be considered a superpower, uh, was built with a five-chapter format in mind. For Deck Nine, that format let the developers continue giving players, quote, what water-cooler moments with, in- with the community, end quote, a highlight for the franchise. Another benefit was that players wouldn't be burned by the inconsistent release schedule of earlier games. Uh, Lawrence admitted, quote, it's partly about player choice. If players want to step back, they can. But for those who would be frustrated by the episodic release pattern we save them from those frustrations end quote
1: no doubt about it like if one knows my love of true colors it's like strange True colors <laughs> what that game. game did for me personally last year was was well it changed me forever and i think but my game great game, mm-hmm, great game in t- indeed but um yeah um i think there's no doubt about it i think i had more i connected the game more and more because it was the full game yep. yes they were in chapter modes and i could have just gone go one episode at a time not mm-hmm. smash through it right away like i, mean, I did
0: through
1: it. yeah we really did yeah but um the, but yeah there's no doubt about what the gone has the days of the telltale oh. episodic release thing every three months or whatever it has gone um, but doing it how they did it with True Colors, like giving you the full game, but in chapters, I think was worked really well.
0: Yeah, I feel like the episodic model in terms of like you can build a game like narratively through like the narrative in the game design be like episode by episode. Right. Like Alan Wake was structured like a TV show. Like there were six episodes in the game and like it was exactly like there'll be a big the big cliffhanger at the end of an episode. But then you didn't wait like months for the next episode or whatever. You could just keep playing the game. And like Life Strange True Colors was exactly the same. And I think that from a structural point of view can really work for, for a game. Um, but and I want I want your opinion on something here, because like I think the episodic model, right? Like the actual like, oh, we're gonna put one episode up and then it'll be like one month, two months, and then episode two will come out. Like, I feel like that only ever worked in the entire history of like it happening in video games. I think it only ever really worked twice like when it really worked which was the first season of the walking dead was was the obvious one like every time an episode came out that game blew up on social media and the second one i feel like was the original life is strange and i feel like for every other episodic game that happened before and after i feel like it never really like it probably harmed them more than it helped them that that was their release schedule
1: yeah I think that's probably fair. There's no doubt about it the only the only other time I can think of that worked reasonably well for was when D- dot not released Tell me why and it was like episode one was this week then the week after was episode two and the week after that was the final episode. Sure. It was only three episodes and everything that one I thought was all right. I really enjoyed that because um like, that's the, not, I, I love yeah
0: yeah I'm not I don't want to comment on the quality of the games like yeah yeah I've loved episodic games like wolf among us and stuff but I don't know it just feels like those are the only two times i can remember the episodic model working in the game's favor because i didn't start playing either of those games from the first episode but like once i learned about them the walking dead and life is strange like from people having played like episode one or episode two and finding out that like the next episode was like a couple of weeks away or stuff that's when i jumped on the boat and i know i wasn't the only person whereas like I never really did that with any other of the episodic games. Like, In fact, some of them, like Game of Thrones, I remember you could download the first episode of Telltale's Game of Thrones, and I did, and I played it. And I was like, never played any more of it. <laughs> I gained no interest in continuing that game. Um, yeah. That happened a few times.
1: Yeah, I think it, it it became a double-edged sword by the end. There's no doubt about it. Like, I kept going for a while like I did the first season of Walking Dead season 2 of Walking Dead season 3 of Walking Dead I have not played season 4 of Walking Dead yet that's something I intend to rectify when I've moved that's a, um, that's an
0: interesting case though because that, that yeah, so many happened. things went wrong yeah. for that for that game like yeah yeah
1: no doubt about it. and I did like Wolf Among Us I did Wolf I Among did, Us all at once yeah. it's like Batman
0: yeah. I loved the first season of Batman the Telltale Batman but I played yeah. it all at once at the end of the year yeah. <laughs>
1: I never touched the Batman. Never touched it. It was really good. Uh, um,
0: at, at a time when the Arkham games were around, and it, they, they're very focused on Batman, um, mm. it was nice to play a game that had just as much focus on Bruce Wayne.
1: That's fair. I did it with Telltales. Tales of the, Bald- the Borderlands. I mean, I thought that was... I loved that, personally. I thought it was a really good show. And I did it for Life is Strange 1 and... Well, 1, but I didn't do it for Life is Strange 2 because... I don't know what happened with that. I don't know if I waited until it just all came I think I was hitting the time of, like, I'm now getting a little bit bored. I'd rather just play it all at once and everything. And I think that's what I did when it came out, when it was all out. And then, yeah, like, when the True calls came I was just like, boom. boom. Fantastic, all out. So, yeah, I think, I'm sort of, I think it can maybe come back, maybe, but I think it's just, like, I think it's, like, the three-month spread or even sometimes six-month spread for episodes. That just, you need to stay basically hot when it comes to it so that's why i think it worked with um tell me why like you did one episode one week one but yeah, came out the, and there was a week after and it was we out. so basically the game was complete when the when the first episode was come out they might have tweaked did a couple of still qa'd episode two and three before they fully went out and everything but yeah the games with the game was pretty much done for that so yeah that's fair <clears throat>
0: No, it's, um I just thought it was an interesting discussion to have in relation to like your favorite game of last year one of my top ten games of last year and games that we've loved in the past and i like i when I saw the news story that was my thought it was just like how many times did the episodic game model actually really work like if we're being yeah. brutally honest
1: yeah well the trend the trend even said like I think when we did when no clip did the documentary about telltale when obviously the whole thing with telltale happened it's like the mo- the model was shown that. Right after the first season of Walking Dead, the, the episodic model was not working properly for them anymore because there were the hype was no longer there. Yeah, and everything because it just kept going down when it came to sales and everything for it, which was a real shame because obviously some of the games were really still really, really good. good, and some of the stuff uh, that
0: they were working on, like they were working on a Stranger Things game, and they were working on you know a new Wolf Among Us game. It's like they, some of that's coming back in one yeah. form or another but some it's not, and that's a shame. Yeah. Um. But like, yeah, I mean, The Walking Dead was such a moment in time, and I feel like Telltale spent the rest of their existence trying to capture lightning in a bottle. And I feel like a few other yeah. developers or publishers who had seen what the like what The Walking Dead did also tried to capture that lightning in a bottle. And it's just not going to happen, you know, like yeah. not to that level ever again.
1: <laughs> no doubt about it. There's definitely, not. I think, like well, obviously after that, documented the, the lifestyle and not lifestyle, um, the. The, the shifts and days the work I think for that was was completely broken and everything like that and if it, uh, and if it's if if how deck nine did true colors made it a lot more smoother and a lot more easy for them to obviously sort out the story and create the game and everything and made it a lot more smoother that's that's pro and that's fantastic that's what we want well, to I think hear, it, so. so
0: life is strange is a great game I loved it and life is strange too I haven't played it again it's that episodic model that tripped me up, but like I know you've played it and you think it's a fantastic game, but like for for me and I get and I'm guessing for you as well and probably other people like Life is Strange: True Colors was was like a step above everything that I've experienced from the Life is Strange franchise before. Um, and I just wonder if that's a testament to the to them dropping the episodic model and working on it like this. Probably, probably.
1: You could there was no there was no doubt about it that I think the story for true colors was a lot more tight compared mm-hmm. to season one and two so
0: yeah I I feel that definitely it was nice to like the problem with the problem with the episodic models was like apart from the Walking Dead which was like like for whatever reason that game was like magic. yeah yeah
1: it really was playing
0: like another like episodic like model game as the episodes were coming out it could be difficult to remember what you needed to remember like two three months like one two or three months or whatever however long it was later from like the last episode to the next episode it's like you build narrative momentum with this cliffhanger in episode two but by the time i'm getting to download and play episode three it's like all that momentum's gone right like like, if there had been a gap between episode one and episode two of Life is Strange True Colors, based on what happens at the end of episode one and what happens in episode two, it's like, I don't know if the emotional, like, through line would have been there.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: And then that would have impacted the entire rest of the game. Mm-hmm. Except Life is Strange True Colors would have survived purely on Steph, so... yeah there's no doubt about that looking forward to doing our first words about games book review when that book comes out (laughs) i'll I'll listen to the audible you're gonna listen to it i'm gonna read it it's gonna be a great time (laughs) hey games out this week this week this week go for it games out monday you know what that means um we're doing this slightly differently as well I'm. Oh, yeah, I'm a lot I'm more easy for yourself. Yeah, I'm done. Well, it's easier for it's. I'm done. like games out this week was me reading a bunch of store descriptions for games, which is valuable. Like you know, I and other people who have watched this part of the podcast have found games based on that. Um, but also it's just me talking for five minutes, and then by the by the time I get to the end, you just want to move on to the next thing. Whereas like I always wanted like this to be like here's the games coming out this week. And there'll be maybe there's a, something that pops out, and we can just chat about that for a couple of minutes. And that's what I want to yeah. do with this. So I'm not reading the descriptions out anymore. Me and Moody have got all the links to all the games and we can click on them, or not click on them if we want. Like, and if stuff pops out to us, we'll go, ah, yeah, this looks cool because X, Y, and Z. But other than that, yeah. <laughs> Again, it's talking more. It's 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 to get us talking more about video games. <laughs> that's my objective. <laughs> of 2020 the last half of 2022 Uh, so games out this week on august 15th fashion police squad is coming to pc one of the very few games in history that moody introduced me to no more it's published by no more robots so (laughs) i had to
1: yeah yeah i'm very into that mob games definitely give that a check out guys
0: uh, on August 16th, uh, we the discussion thing was supposed to come at the end, but when I saw your little smirk when I said Fashion Police Squad, I was like, oh, God, I'm just going to interject really quickly. Uh, August 16th, uh, we've got three games coming out. Blossom Tales 2, The One World King, comes to Switch and PC. Melatonin comes to PC. And Roller Drum comes to PlayStation and PC. Then on August 17th, Kirby's Dream Buffet comes to Switch. Then on August 18th, we got three more games. Thymesia comes to PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, S and X and PC. <laughs> we are just talking about episodic games. We Are OFK Episode 1 comes to PlayStation, Switch and PC. And Cursed to Golf comes to Xbox, Switch and PC. And lastly, on August 19th, Madden NFL 23 comes to PlayStation, Xbox and PC. We Are OFK's episodes are coming out weekly. Just mm-hmm. based on that discussion, long discussion we just had.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, there's some interesting stuff. Like Fashion Police Squad, obviously, I mean, I'm looking at that because Moody was like, oh, look at this game. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I think we, I made it an indie game of the week when you shared it. Yeah, that I think squad. so, yeah. You did, yeah. Yeah. I'm always amenable. Like Nobody uses that tab apart from me and very occasionally you. And I'm like, if more people drop stuff in there like i know it's like amy's private discord server like for that she uses for us about game stuff but like you can just drop drop whatever you want in there i don't give a shit that's true if you're in the discord if you if i have invited you into that discord server you, you free reign (laughs) that that was the point that was the point of keeping it private um, but yeah, there's some cool games. Melatonin um, is like this chill puzzle game that looks really, really interesting. Um, it was one of the Steam Next Fest demos that I didn't get around to because I played 15 of them <clears throat> and eventually I had to cut myself off.
1: <laughs> Just so you know, the link to Roller Dome is also Melatonin.
0: Yeah, that was going to happen. We're working out the kinks. It's fine. Roller, drone. I got it. I'm trying to find out. I was like, what is this game? <laughs> What's That's rolling? Melatonin. This, this yeah. doesn't sound like it. They're all Melatonin, and I'm like, ah, ha, ha, I tricked you. <laughs> oh, this this
1: one. Okay. Okay. I feel
0: like i fixed pri- the link, from, and now you found it. <laughs> from Private Division. Uh, yeah, it's man. the Oli Oli World developers... Uh, oh that okay. game. Okay. Okay. It's like an online combat skating thing. Ooh. That's going to be interesting. I think it's going to I think it's going to be one of those games, right? That like hits hard with the people it's aimed at and then yeah. washes over everybody else. Like strategy games. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair, fair. Hmm. i mean that's that's all that's really blowing up in my face you know what i mean like this game i know all of these games by name and by reputation yeah um thymesia like i don't i get nervous around any game that is trying to be a from software game that isn't made by from software that's fair <laughs> because it's like that's massively fair it's like do you understand what makes that game good or not i don't know because i've been burned so many times in the past Mm -hmm. (laughs) looking at you, lords of the fallen oh dark souls is good because it's really slow that was the lesson they apparently took away from it it's hard and it's slow (laughs) (coughs) it's hard (laughs) and it's slow oh
1: my goodness
0: (laughs) that was unplanned (laughs) Uh, shall we move on Yeah, go for it. It's time for open critic head to head. This is the game we play every single goddamn week. No matter what you might have heard otherwise. (laughs) Where we try to guess the open critic average of one upcoming game. Shut up (laughs) really Weeks I've been waiting to say that. Uh that was a Star Trek reference, don't get mad. (laughs) Um Shit. This is the game we play every week where we try to guess the open credit average of one upcoming game, sometimes more. Uh, whoever gets as closest to the score gets a point. If you manage to guess the score correctly, you get two points. Last week, myself, Moody, and Vitz all tried to guess the open credit average of Cult of the Lamb. And we were all pretty much in the right ballpark. So, congratulations to all of us. <laughs> I guess we're getting 83. Moody guessed it. We're getting 85. Vitz guessed it. We're getting 87. The time of recording, Cult of Lamb has an open critic average of 85, which means Moody gets two points and pits the scores to Amy, 15, Moody, 17, guests, three. I'm in a role of getting the score on point like. Well, it. as Avril pointed out in her last <laughs> appearance, it's because you kept saying the same bloody number over and over again. <laughs> it fucking worked for three of the games. <laughs> <laughs> Game Freaks, use different numbers. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> do you think they do you think like websites are just broken? And it's like we can't actually change the score at the bottom of these, so they all just say eight. <laughs> I know, like, I can't, yeah. the, the guy who Jeff, the guy who chases the review score picture at the bottom of the reviews, is quit. Nobody knows how to do it. <laughs> I'm just joking, but uh, yeah, congratulations I mean we all went on a bit of a rampage, but you yeah, but you, 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 you are even, on a huge rampage. You
1: even tactically went, I'm just gonna squeeze in there to block Moody off.
0: <laughs> no, I <laughs> I just did that because it was funny. <laughs> I know. I know Because the did. last time I tried to do that you came in and you were like, Oh shit, I put the wrong scores in. That's true, like yeah. Which which made sense given what you put the score next to you, the game. And I was like, really? <coughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <coughs> That's weird. Um, yeah. Cool. This week, we are trying to guess the open critic average of drone <coughs> The skateboarding action game. multiplayer game from Roll7 and Private Division. Made a splash with the PlayStation statement. Was it an Xbox? No, it was a PlayStation. It's coming out on Xbox. Oh, no, yeah, it's on PlayStation. It's <laughs> not coming out on Xbox. Yeah, just realise yeah. nice. it's
1: a yeah, PlayStation.
0: I think it's going to go on PS Plus Extra. Probably. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I wasn't going to guess that anyway. If, that, if you get one more two pointer off of the back of eighty, I'm banning eighty for the rest of the yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll score <go> seventy-nine then.
0: <laughs> At least it's not fucking eighty.
1: <laughs> you can't have any more two pointers with me. Fuck off. As <laughs> many two pointers
0: This you want. I just want them to stop being the same
1: number. <laughs> this one I'm really unsure about. This really could go either way.
0: Uh, yeah, it's, it's a
1: multiplayer game. Those ones don't really do that great when it comes to critics. But it's like, so like sometimes said.
0: they go, <laughs> and they do.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh my god, I don't, I don't know. I really don't know. It's the neon I just white think, situation
0: yeah. where it's like, it hit with the select group of people who this game was made for. <laughs> yeah, and it's like that. Um, also, you look really freaky without glasses on. I oh, think I am not used to this. It scares me. It's like that time Phil <laughs> shaved his beard off.
1: <laughs> I had just shaved a few days ago as well. And I needed to. I was. I, I, I shaved and just went. Oh, I feel so cool. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. But no, uh, yeah. I where was I? Can't uh, remember you what time it was. Yeah. Um, the Ubisoft game that was a roller skating one, roller which I think they champions. discontinued. I think' they
0: or? That's the Jeff Grubb rumor. <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> um. I mean, that it one wasn't feelable.
1: Yeah, but but it's also they they did Oli Oli World, which did really really well. Even though I didn't really click with that
0: game, <laughs> I played it. I was never gonna play. Like I appreciated that game was good for people who like that kind of thing. And I appreciated the diversity options. But I'm I'm not a skateboard and game person. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying, yeah. And I'm and I'm trying to do the thing where I don't play games that I'm not really interested in. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, but I did, buy it on, I did buy it on Fantasy Critic. <laughs> and it did, did. really well and for me. It did me. very well for you, yes um, it did.
1: So, where are you Ro- going, Amy? With Roller where are
0: you Drum, like you say, it's imp- like all of them are by definition impossible to like pin down and guess, right? But like Roller Drum, I feel like you're right, it's on a seesaw. I feel like it could go either way. Um, yeah. Like this could be the next big multiplayer hit um, because of just how different it is from... Another battle royale or another first person shooter, um, or it could miss and it might not even be the game's fault, like it could just miss because the servers don't work when the game comes out.
1: <laughs> oh, pray to God the servers are working.
0: <laughs> look at like Destruction All Stars that came out last year, and I played it at launch because it was a PS Plus game. Um, and like there was like something there in the game that I was like, there's potential in this game, but right now, like at release it was okay but nothing more and now from what i've heard of people who've been playing it it's it's picked up quite a lot um and i feel like you see that trajectory with a lot of online games it's like once you start getting players through the door playing it and giving you like constant streams of feedback you can really start to improve the game unless you ubisoft and you just cancel it after like two and a half months that's true um, but I'm gonna go 77. It was the number I was gonna go for before you said 80 anyway. So <laughs> sweet, sweet, sweet. Um, but yeah, like if it goes to PS Plus extra, because I'll have it for at least a month. Because I got a cat game, I'll, I might, I might give it a, give it a look. I'm always looking sure. for like cool, interesting, different multiplayer shooters. I ended up playing Apex for six months. <laughs> That well, so that lockdown. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> the only other thing I had to do was replay Mass Effect Andromeda and make a video about it that slowly changed the course of my entire issue channel. <laughs> because I was like, I have to defend this game because <laughs> I don't know why, because... I just felt like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and nothing better to do apart from build an island in Animal Crossing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I d- when we were in lockdown, I legit spent 12 hours one day playing old Crossing <laughs> that's like those were the days man like when I thought I, when I felt like I could have the time and just spend 12 hours doing one thing like I miss, that's cool I miss not having to work but still getting paid that was nice <laughs> that was nice do I have a talk about fantasy crew uh, yeah we can do if you want um, yeah 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 I just need to get onto the website did something happen oh, it's locked look. Logged me out on there again, so yeah, you, you can just talk about what you want to talk about while yeah. I log in.
1: Well, I've deleted one of my games, obviously. Obviously, yeah, because I can't delete anymore now, it looks like it. Yeah. i yeah. hit my limit. You, you were
0: like, you were like, when you said, Oh, I filled my team up, I was like, mm-hmm, until, when, until one of your games gets delayed, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I funny, I only you. have like one dollar, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so annoyed when I, I didn't because I didn't realize any of these games, these two games got delayed, so I was just like, Until Recently, and I was just like, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" Obviously, I heard about Avatar, which is now that—that that tells me that game even early next year. That's the end of ne- that. That I will not be surprised if that game get pushed to 2024 for when Avatar three comes out.
0: And season <laughs> as well, which a lot of games got delayed. Just I was week, disappointed in this that week.
1: season one. Yeah, I was disappointed in season,
0: but I won't lie, though, Keith, you are screwed
1: bayonetta three bayonetta 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 bayonetta,
0: bayonetta, bayonetta, bayonetta. i mean
1: like First... i won't even play that fucking game but i know it's gonna get me a ton I'll of points you know
0: i'll let you know um the game the game that I, that I don't want to name has been delayed and then like on on everybody else's teams like fullspoken metal slug tactics they both got delayed um your, your two games got delayed <laughs> Like and this all happened in the past what week? <laughs> yeah. It's that time of year, I guess. But like, there's a reason I've been like really, really slowly acquiring games in like the last couple of months because I'm just like, I gotta be sure, right? I've gotta be sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's no doubt about it. And right now I have one spot left
0: with right. one dollar left. <laughs> so I have, I have, I mean, that's why you kept the dollar. I have, uh, I have two spots left, and I have two, two drops available to me. But I'm already mm-hmm. looking at two games and thinking I'm probably gonna to need to drop those two games. Although the fact that one of them is now gonna be in Gamescom next week tells me maybe I'm gonna need to drop one of them. <laughs> um, Hopefully. So we'll see. Like I've I've been keeping an eye on like games and stuff. Like I took a bit of a risk with Thirsty Suitors, but I knew the oh, Unap- was that delayed? No, well they haven't and I still haven't announced a release date for it, but oh. it was a full guy situation. So I went. Yeah. I went for thirsty suitors before the Annapurna Interactive showcase because I was mm-hmm. like, if I wait until afterwards and it hits headlines again, someone might just come along and take it. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So I need to get it before everybody remembers it exists. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I did that with Fall Guys. Like, I got it right before E three. Like, and I was just banking on them saying it's coming out this year. <laughs> um but i expect to be i
1: think third if not hopefully second
0: i think you can get by the end of, the, of my next two games i think the difference maker depending on what you get it could be surprises and stuff i didn't expect neon white to be my my top scoring game of the year so far yeah that's true um, right? yeah but i i think the difference maker in terms of whether you where where you end up if you don't rock it to the top um will be god of war <laughs> I think Elfie's like got a lot of games that have haven't really given her many points, but she also got Elden Ring. She also has God of War. <laughs> so that's a nice little one-two punch for anyone. She's
1: barely going to get anything, I think, for the rest of the games that are coming out and everything. Personally, I don't mean that in a nasty way to those games. The only ones I think she's going to get high on is Plague's Tale, Requiem, and think... obviously God of War. Well, yeah. But I don't think it's going to be enough for her to keep her second or even third, for me.
0: She's gotten a couple of games like she's gotten a lot of 84s, actually. Stray, Moth, Lost in Play. Midnight Suns has been delayed, and that does not showing up as delayed on her on her team yet. But yeah, Senu I mean Hellblade 2 is not coming out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Little Devil <clears throat> inside has disappeared off the face of the planet. Yeah. I think Darkseid could be ten points potentially. Just, There's no doubt about it. Like just based on the previous games <clears throat> in that pseudo series but like i think she she could end up scoring like 10 15 points on another on another game and i genuinely think choo choo charles might then just come around and kick her in the face (laughs) because that's a counter pick (laughs) and that's a halloween game if that game doesn't come out halloween that's wild like i'm sure that's what they're waiting for
1: (laughs) yeah no doubt like i'm still the worst thing for me is that i've i don't know why i didn't do what i did last year it was like I locked in games that I knew were coming out, like you did like this I've year. Been doing. Yeah, it's like I yeah. learned from
0: you, which was yeah. you learning from me the year before. <laughs>
1: yeah, and I completely forgot to do what and I did last done, year. And you did
0: this year what I did last year. You yeah. try to showbot You try to be too clever, <laughs> and that's what I did last year. And that's what really mm-hmm. fucked me up. <laughs>
1: yeah, because I've still got one, two, three, four five six games that do not have release dates yeah i've been and i have we haven't even heard anything for shovel night dig i know right and i was like expecting that that's gonna drop and i'm gonna get easy 85 85 on that or something like because it's fucking shovel night for god's sakes
0: shovel night is an excellent game i have a shovel night amiibo not the actual yeah. shovel night the specter night somewhere back there because that was weirdly enough, I had—I don't know where I got it from—but I have like the entire Shovel Knight Treasure Trove collection on Steam, which I didn't realize. Um, and I won—I downloaded it. To play Spectre, the, Spe- the Spectre, the the, the 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 expansion that was about Spectre Knight. Yeah. Um, and then it ended up being uh, on my my Xbox and me like top ten games of the year because the year that I did that list. A lot of my games of the year came out on not Xbox. (laughs) Um, But it was a really fantastic game. So, like, yeah, Shield Knight's awesome. But, um, yeah, I've literally been, like, in my head, and I know I'm giving everybody the correct strategy to play next year, (laughs) is I have four drops, which means I can have four games that I am unsure about, and the rest I have to be reasonably sure about (laughs) when they're coming out. (laughs)
1: Yeah. No and now I have
0: at the moment I have two, so it's like I can have two games where it's like I don't know if you're actually going to come out, and everything else has to be. I'm pretty certain you're coming out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Next year is going to be a bloodbath when it comes to voting. Next year going to gonna gonna be the a games. bloodbath
0: because again we're in a twenty. We're in the situation we thought we were going to be in at the beginning of this, this year. year. Next yeah, yeah. year. Um. And I mean, I invited Vitz to come play because he plays fantasy cricket. <laughs> I know. so i was like let's go come on
1: everybody you mad woman <laughs> everybody jump in
0: it's good it's fun fantasy critics fun
1: well uh, hopefully joe can join us and this time be able to stick around
0: because like yeah he's I'm had so a dis- he's had a lot of stuff going on this year though so mm-hmm. it's like fair
1: oh yeah no doubt
0: about I it i wish he hadn't no locked in about. splatoon 3 though because then i could have had it <laughs> I was going to draft that fucking game, man. I was going to draft that fucking game. <laughs> can I you delete him? I can, but I don't want to. But he's not going to do anything. That's I don't care. That, it's up to you. That's you? Fine. He game. might still finish fifth, Moody. At the rate everything is going, he might actually not finish last. So I'm going to leave him in there. <laughs> so wait, are you going to wait until, until Russell goes above him? And then you're just going to delete Keith for, for Russell bottom again. <laughs> Mate, that's what I would do. He's currently right. Projection points projected, right? And I am aware that Keith still has a few games to pick up, like me. Joe is predicted to finish fourth. (laughs) He drafted eight games, bought one the first week, and hasn't (laughs) and and has left. What what does that make? He's left nine (laughs) games. Spaces, spaces filled, and he might finish mid table. I'm not deleting him just for that reason alone, <laughs> and also the that fact that fair. like it's there if he wants to come back. That is fair. But uh, yeah, should be should be an interesting end of the year because I'm like I said months and months ago. I said the only person I'm worried about Rooney looking at all the teams is you. I know you were, like, down the bottom at the time because none of your games had come out. Your games are coming out thick and fast right now, man. <laughs> I know, bloody, I did not
1: expect Xeno Chronicles 3 to get me in eighty nine.
0: I was like, wow. It's a big release. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually looking forward release. to it. So I've got, I played Kirby, oh, shit, I played Kirby this week. I completely forgot. I should have talked about it at the beginning of the podcast. But uh, I played Kirby for a bit and then uh, I've got Live Alive as well. And uh, I'm hoping against Xenoblade because it's... Tori's playing that. She she is loving it. It's one of the best review games of the year. <laughs> so I'm like, oh shit, maybe I should play this because it sounds awesome. But yeah. True. It's true. Video games, what a concept. Anyway, I'm gonna call it there because I'm I think I'm stuck to the chair. Like I think like the sweat is Gone through the back of my t-shirt, <laughs> and I—I I don't. I'm gonna have to extract myself. I also need to clean up. The light fell down. Um, that's it for episode 316 of the Words About Games podcast. Do you have any, Do you have anything to add to the ending? Of
1: the not episode? at all. I'm back. I'm back, baby.
0: And we were all glad to see you. But all that's left to say for now is, bye. God, God bye, Google, baby. for God's sake, give us dark ta- Thing man do